welcome to yet another episode of Zdenek's English podcast. In this podcast, I'm trying to speak English, as you might actually hear, and I speak English on various subjects. Sometimes this is rather unprepared. By unprepared, I mean I'm just talking rubbish, talking basically what comes up to my head. For example, at the moment I'm sitting here in my swivel chair looking at this uh, sort of monitor uh, trying to record this podcast. It's getting dark. It is uh, 2041, so it is 19 to 9, but, and uh, it's 24th of May 2013, and I'm still here. My name is Zdenek. I'm an English teacher, and I'm trying to speak. I have got uh, protein here ready for me to drink up and gain some muscles now. Not really. I don't really trust it. I just wanted to give it a go. What happened? This kind of thing, okay? This is when I'm trying to speak spontaneously, just what pops up in my head, and I just say it. It might be a little bit of nonsense, yeah? But this is the way it, it goes, basically. Sometimes, and I will try to encourage myself to do this most of the time, actually, because I think it's rather important to have something to talk about in a, in a sort of structured way. What I'm trying to say here is that I might have some points prepared here in my notebook, the points which, uh, which I would like to speak about in the podcast, but I'm not reading it. It means, what does it mean, listeners? It means that the way I speak might not appear to be sort of, I don't know, polished, if you know what I mean. If something is polished, it looks really shiny, yeah, it's glossy, but if I speak, I might have sort of hesitations, um, moments when I don't know what to say. It happens to me quite often, and the, the reason why I'm doing this is because I want, I want this to be a natural, natural podcast. I want you to experience something what uh, a lot of something that a lot of speakers experience that is making mistakes errors um, not knowing what to say and things like things like that you might be asking yourself why is this guy doing this what's what's the point of this what is what was this about yeah sorry for that weird intonation this is uh, something just that english speakers tend to do usually british they use this kind of weird intonation and the pitch, especially the pitch, to speak like that. You know, it's, I don't know, for some reason they speak like that. It's, uh, it sounds, it sounds a bit over, it's like, it sounds a bit emotional, too emotional, like somebody overreacting, but this is actually the way they speak. Sorry, I'm, it's too much now, but anyway, yeah. So wh why are you doing this? What's, what's the point of this? Well, I tried to answer uh, this question several times on the podcast already, but just in brief, well, uh, maybe it's because I have got a sort of psychological problem, uh, so I need I need to somehow express myself like an artist, if you know what I mean, no matter what it is. I think I have been uh, struggling with this for most of my life, and this is just part of my personality. I need to express myself somehow, and I can't draw, I can't sing, I can't play a musical instrument. So I think I can decently speak English, as it is my job. So this is why 
this is why I'm doing this. Or maybe it's just because, and I would like to underscore this, I'd like to highlight this, maybe it's just because I want to work on my English, I want to improve my own English. Although I'm an English teacher, I do realize that even being an English teacher, you need to move forward, you need to do something about your English, especially if you're working as an English teacher in the Czech Republic, where there is not, there is not, not much, there is, there are not much, sorry, you see, this is the way I was talking about before, sometimes this is just what happens, it's life, isn't it, yeah. What I was trying to say was that there is a necessity for me to have a role model. As an English teacher, I need to have a role model in English speaking. I can listen to the radio, I can watch films, I can watch TV series, I can listen to my students, but it's nothing, nothing compares to real life conversation. And to be honest with you, I don't have many native speaker, uh, native speaker friends. Okay, so maybe this is something I need to do. Uh, so that I can improve my English and I would like to once again I'd like to highlight this I'd like to stress this because I think this is the main reason actually why I'm doing this okay now I must I must um, I must sort of admit that this is not totally my idea yeah uh, a couple of months ago I discovered this wonderful Luke's English podcast to which I had already sent you some links and I might do it again if, if, if need be. So I discovered his podcast. He's an English teacher and he does wonderful job. And it's totally, it's totally um, amazed me. And uh, I, I said to myself, okay, you have to try doing something like that. Now, I don't like copying other people's ideas. Yeah, I don't. It's like a copycat, isn't it? Uh, and the, plus, it looks like I'm, I'm infringing the copyright, copyright, okay? So what I did before I, what I had done before I uh, uh, started recording this, I asked Luke himself for permission to, to do this. And he said, he said, yes, he gave me a green light for which I'm really happy. And he even uh, wished me good luck. He said, you should kick some arse with your podcast. I don't know if he really meant that, but it looked nice at the time okay so um, of course of course somewhere back back in my mind I have this uh, sort of dream that maybe somebody is listening to this and finds this really useful or interesting or funny for some reason and maybe they even learn something okay of course this this thought is deep in my mind but I do realize that this is a long bloody long way to go before it really has uh, some value and before um, it's listenable. You must understand that I realize this and that's why I'd like to encourage my enemies uh, and people who, who generally try to be hostile to me, which, which has already happened, to be honest with you, and they gave me negative feedback. And uh, I'd like to tell you that uh, I, step up, I step up on this challenge and I'll do everything in my power to show you that maybe this podcast is worth worth listening to, and maybe the the uh, the stuff I'm doing here right now is really um, can bring me some benefits and can even bring some benefits to other people. Which which if this happens, I can I can actually I can die, dear listeners, I can die because 
I have um, I have reached the goal. I have reached the objective, and that's it. Yeah, goodbye. I'm packing my things. I'm saying my last goodbye, and uh, maybe I'll have a last uh, a last uh, pint of beer before I do it. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Well, not really. Yeah, I'm not ready to go yet, but maybe later. Okay. So I just tried to tell you the main reasons why I might be doing this and I hope you understand now, okay? So this was sort of introductory to this episode and now I can see I've talked for way too long. The podcast is already eight and a half minutes long and I haven't actually said anything worthwhile, anything worth noting down or remembering. Okay, I'll try to do this as soon as possible, of course, because this is, after all, my job. This is the intention that I'm trying to come come up here with. Uh, it's been a while since I recorded my last podcast and I need to explain why this actually happened. And at the same time, I owe you an apology for not saying goodbye in my last podcast and for um, publishing the podcast so late. Uh, the reason for this is because initially... I intended the podcast to be much longer and what I did was that I actually cut it in half. Okay, but I thought it's been too long, the pause has uh, has been too long so that I wouldn't um, do it. I needed to do it actually. But why? Why was this so long? Why did it take so long? Yeah, I think it's just because I had some kind of artistic draft, not draft, drought, sorry, artistic drought uh, which uh, I guess means when you have a football player who doesn't score uh, goals, like Robin van Persie, who doesn't score goals for a long time, he has a goal, dra uh, goal uh, drought. So I have artistic drought. I didn't have an uh, idea coming to my mind. I, my imagination was kind of ill. But uh, I guess um, now I'm better and I might do some more. Yeah, what happens to me sometimes is that uh, I get overexcited about my ideas, about my projects, which I start doing, and then I sometimes don't come back to it. It has happened to me before. But uh, here I thought like this was unfinished business and it was in the pipeline and I knew I would eventually come back to it because it's just part of who I am. Yeah, I need to express myself, I need to speak English, I don't have opportunities to speak English. And this is a great, great way to do it. Okay, so I'm back. I'm back once again. And hopefully I have more inspiration to talk about interesting things here. This episode is still called Massive Project. It's just that I named it Part 2. And what I do here is I'll just continue talking about my holiday experience in the mountains with the, with the Saudis. And hopefully I'll also get to I'll move on to to the um, massive projects themselves. Okay, we'll see what I manage in this uh, period of time. Okay, there's one last thing I forgot actually to tell you in the introductory part, never mind, uh, is that I have got a new microphone. It's um, integrated in the web camera and it seems to be working pretty well because I've just listened 
to what I had recorded here before and it seems to be much be of much better quality than the initial podcast which I had made before and the main reason is that I can't I can't hear uh, those f, f, f sounds which um, I actually got, got a complaint from a listener on my YouTube channel and he, he, he said that uh, I should get a new microphone and learn to talk to into it and he was of course he was right because of course when you want to listen to something like that uh, you want to have a pleasant experience and not you don't want to uh, have this kind of terrible feeling whenever the F sound appears in your ears it just uh, so I'm glad that this should happen anymore of course you must you must understand that I am not a professional so the sound will never be perfect well not perfect perfect sorry perfect would be a verb perfect is the adjective so I'll never be perfect uh, can't say it can I yeah the sound will never be perfect but uh, let's hope this is much much better or better as some Americans would say or better as Cockney speakers would say I believe there must be an English dialect where they use just bear yeah maybe there's the English sheep which sort of speak this way who knows uh, I'm not I'm not an animal expert I can barely tell the difference between a cat and dog so you better ask someone else not me all right I think it's high time I sort of started speaking about what I'm supposed to speak about okay so um, yeah last time I started telling you about my holiday with Arab students now it uh, has been two months since this holiday ended nevertheless I'll try to remember some um, events which uh, sort of filled this holiday and describe them to you so last time I talked about I finished talking at the moment when we went to bed it was Friday the day of our arrival and so this this uh, in this podcast I should start from Sunday which is obviously uh, the next day after Friday as far as as far as I'm concerned yeah it goes Friday Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday again and Saturday and Sunday and Monday now nah, I'm not going I'm not going to carry on because it's kind of a loop yeah it's uh, it's like never-ending circle because it's always Monday Tuesday Wednesday uh, Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday and again Monday now nah, I'm not gonna carry on yeah it's uh, because I just think eventually this might get a bit boring okay so now it's a uh, Saturday morning and to be honest with you I didn't really feel very well on Saturday morning I felt a bit under the weather or as my as you might say a bit of color now I woke up a little bit earlier because I thought now this is this is the day D for me I, I'm going to be the ski instructor I'm going to teach actually something which I can't really do myself so I had I had better prepare for what I'm going to do okay so this is what I said to myself and I switched on my smartphone 
smartphone. Well, actually, it was it was already switched on. What I did, I just touched the screen. This is what you usually do with the smartphone, and then some light comes up, and uh, yeah, and I I, I uh, typed um, um, skiing instructor vocabulary in the in the Google, and I found uh, some vocabulary which which uh, I really needed to study before before I started teaching or before I started doing this pseudo instructor yeah so I spent like maybe half an hour uh, learning this vocabulary which was quite interesting and uh, most most of it was pretty clear to me I mean whenever I this is like part of my passive vocabulary so whenever I see this whenever I read about something like that I always know what this is but it's just I can't use it actively so when I start teaching, it wouldn't just pop up my pop up into my mind, and I have to search somewhere really, really back, far, far away. And in the meantime, all my students would just maybe fall fall to the ground. So uh, yeah, that's what would happen. So I spent half an hour studying this, and then I think it was uh, I think the meeting point was supposed to be at nine. I told this to the Saudis, but uh, something that I knew would happen uh, happened actually and that is that the Saudis didn't stick to the stick to the uh, original time and uh, they were ready a bit later maybe half an hour maybe it was 40 minutes I don't remember exactly how much it was but this was not unexpected um, this was pretty much expected okay so yeah, sorry, that double negation sort of surprised me there. That's why um, I was uh, surprised by what I have just said. Never, never mind. Okay, never mind. That is just what happens to me sometimes. That uh, I'm, I get surprised by my own words. Yeah, does this ever happen to you? Well, I guess it doesn't because you are not that crazy as me. Okay. Um, so what what was I talking about? Yeah. So what what <clears throat> of course, nobody nobody had any skis because nobody had uh, tried skiing before. So what we what we needed to do? Well, only I had my own skis, but uh, I didn't I didn't bring the um, ski boots because I couldn't find them at home when I was when I was leaving. Maybe it has to do with the fact fact that I had been looking for the for the ski boots only. 30 minutes, 30 minutes before the departure. Maybe it has to do with this, with this little bit. Okay, maybe. So what I had to do is I had to borrow my my ski boots and all of the Saudis. So it's we are talking 13 Saudis. They had to borrow their uh, their skis, ski boots, and also the the, the ski poles, yeah, and the, basically all the all the equipment. So we had to we had to visit a ski rent first. And this was a uh, very, very interesting experience uh, for us, of course, for the Saudis. And everybody started being excited. But uh, it was um, the best experience was for, for those guys who worked actually in the, in the um, ski rent. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I don't know what, what you call these guys. They're not exactly the shop assistants, are they? Like shopkeepers there, whoever, whoever they are called. But uh, they have never, they had never ever seen something like that in their life. Of course, thirteen Arabic students uh, 
trying to trying to rent skis and uh, they have a Czech teacher they had a Czech teacher okay uh, who is who was kind of gradually becoming stressed about what was uh, going to happen so so the, uh, the the shopkeeper or ski rent manager or whatever you call him ask us about how much we weigh um, how tall we are and of course ask us about our uh, skiing experiences which in uh, like 99% of cases were zero actually I think there was one guy who tried skiing once uh, who had tried skiing once in his life but you know you know yourselves that once is not really sufficient amount of time okay so um, yeah the, the 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 shop where this was going on was pretty crowded at the time and because everybody was in it at one time and it took us maybe one hour before we managed to borrow all the skis all the equipment before we measured measure because sometimes you know you were given the ski boots and the size wasn't the right one so uh, you know it's quite a, quite a stressful and uh, long procedure to strap it and unstrap it back and zip it up and button it up or whatever you do with it so it took us long time yeah and then everybody was ready to go so now we were there um, uh, in front of some ski slopes and I thought okay what 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 should we do, do now the guys they can't really they can't really use the um, what's it called the ski rope or what's it called the ski lift yeah it's the ski lift um, to go up because they would they would fall down this is just and I remembered my old times that, that the first time we went I went skiing I had to go like a little little slope and there we would walk up walk up the slope uh, or go up the slope and then uh, sort of try to go down somehow okay so I, I, I thought I need to find I thought I need to find something like that uh, in my um, vocabulary on the internet I found out that we call such hills bunny hills for some reason I don't know when when bunny hills the association I have is the Bugs Bunny uh, the rabbit from what was it Walt Disney was it Walt Disney uh, fairy tale cartoon I don't know but it's like a rabbit so I thought okay rabbit is like a begin it's like a symbol for beginners maybe that's where this word comes from so I uh, I was looking for the ski slope and uh, first so the first lesson was sort of try to walk in the ski boots which is never easy as you know and it's a uh, quite demanding so a lot of guys started grasping for breath and becoming really tired just walking in the in the ski boots but uh, most of them were okay now I was of course of course before this whole thing I was a little bit worried that something would happen I thought like I don't really want to I don't really want to be sort of responsible guilty um, guilty that um, I don't really want to feel guilt that uh, because of my mistakes in the instruction giving uh, somebody breaks breaks his legs or, or um, arms or whatever so I was a little bit afraid of this of course and I hoped I, see, I sincerely hoped and I prayed 
that nothing of this sort would happen. Not that I would be responsible for that, like, by law. Not that I would have to go to prison, because every... All of my students, they were... They were adults, they were 18 and more years old. But still, it was my idea, and I'm, I am the one who can ski there, and I was... I assumed... Uh, I assumed the position of the ski instructor, uh, despite the fact that I can't really... I can't really do it. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, there was one accident on our way to the bunny hill uh, when we were walking in those ski boots. Um, I think it wasn't the guy's mistake, but guy named Amar uh, was hit by a cyclist. And I, I'm not sure exactly how, but I think it was because he was carrying those skis on the shoulders. Everybody was carrying their skis on the shoulders. And uh, I think the cyclist hit him and um, he fell down and uh, maybe he broke his, uh, I think it was eyebrow. And it actually started bleeding quite badly. Um, luckily, luckily it was winter, so it was quite cold. So the bleeding um, uh, was not, was not uh, quick. It, uh, the, because the cold, you see, the cold stops the bleeding usually. That's what happens. Okay. I didn't mention the weather yet much, to be honest. I think, if I remember very well, the weather was quite nice. It wasn't too cold. And at the same time, it was quite sunny. And, uh, yeah, so it was perfect, perfect for, for, for trying some skiing. And to be honest with you, I hadn't been skiing for two years before this experience. And now I was trying to be a ski instructor. What a brave person I was, guys, what a brave person I was. Anyway, so after this initial accident, we managed to reach our destination, the Bunny Hill. I sent my cousin, uh, I sent my cousin away because, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't want him to be bored with my uh, lectures. So he just went skiing on his own. And I was there, guys, standing at the... At the bottom of the slope and the guys in a row waiting for my instructions. I started the lecture off by showing guys how to move in the skis on a level ground which is not easy for a beginner because you have to use those uh, poles in each hand you hold a one and you, you use the poles to sort of move your body body and slight uh, slight uh, with the skis of course there are more ways how to move uh, on the level ground so you can either uh, hold the skis par parallel or you can actually skate like when you do uh, rollerblade skating or ice skating uh, the same thing you can do with your skis um, even though it is quite demanding, so you can't do this for a long time unless you are a really fit guy with good fitness. So I taught guys how to walk up the hill, which is also one of the most important skills for beginners to learn. So again, there are two ways to do it. First, you can go sort of sideways. And second way, when it's like making a V-shape and you are... You are um, I don't know how to say how to describe this, but um, in literature this is called like a bone, but fish bone style, because 
uh, of the traces you leave after yourself when you actually walk up the walk up the hill. And then came the time for a little bit of downhill skiing, which was uh, bound to be fun, of course, because as I expected, a lot of guys would simply fall down, not even uh, not even uh, getting getting um, sufficient speed to be able to actually enjoy their ride. They still they would still fall down, um, and uh, you'd have a lot of fun. And some of the guys they weren't weren't able to actually stand up after falling down because they got stuck. They got stuck and it was impossible for them to use their muscle power to stand up, which was amusing at times. Sometimes I would just maliciously let the guys lie down for some time until until I gave them a, a, a pole and helped them up. To be honest with you, when teaching guys, especially because of my state, I, as I told you, I didn't really feel well um, since the morning. So uh, it was quite hard job for me to do, especially because the boys were losing concentration uh, due to the fact that they were so overexcited uh, with trying everything out. And uh, it meant that not many of them were actually listening to me. And as the time went, uh, fewer and fewer of them were actually following my instructions and they were rather doing something on their own, which meant they were not which meant they were not doing what they should and uh, they kept falling down and uh, they kept making the, the same mistakes but this was the way they wanted it so I didn't actually care um, I don't usually have uh, problems, many problems with uh, authority in a classroom but here I have to admit I kind of struggled maybe this has, it has to do with the fact that I'm not used to, to being an instructor which means uh, there are some specifics which you have to learn uh, to do it, and I wasn't, I wasn't maybe 100% confident with my skiing vocabulary. So at times I would a little bit struggle, but still I think I did, I did my job. And those who wanted to uh, uh, follow my orders or rather uh, advice, they um, I think they did pretty well, and they maybe learned something new. Um, this was on on the on the whole. This was an unforgettable experience for everybody. I think not only for guys but also for me and maybe for some spectators or do, those who accidentally happened to be there at the same place like us, and uh, they must have had fun because usually in this country, when uh, children or rather adults age 18 go skiing, they can ski pretty well. But, of course, the Saudis, they had never skied before, so they were learning it. And when you're learning something like skiing, it really, takes some, it really takes time before you actually get the hang of it. But, of course, at the beginning, you can see a lot of progress made very quickly, actually. Yeah, so as I said, this was an, an amazing experience for everyone. And I think, I'm sure, the guys will remember this. This, my students they will remember this for the rest of their lives and um, I have um, shoot I have shot some videos as well actually about three if I'm not mistaken and if you're interested I might post them here it will take some time uploading it because they are quite 
they are quite um, big as far as the space, uh, computer space. And what is it called? Now, I think my IT, my IT, my IT manager student is going to kill me. What is this called? The space, like memory. Yeah, sorry, memory. I think they are quite big as far as the memory is concerned. So it will take a lot of time uploading, and I'm not pretty sure if uh, if I manage to do it anyway. But I might try so that you can really see what was going on there. There is a little bit of vulgar language from time to time, maybe a lot of laughs and some shouting, etc. But I think broadly speaking, it's a decent video and you might get the idea of what was going on there, actually. Uh, obviously, the skiing experience was the pinnacle of the whole day and the holiday. But to be honest with you, everybody got tired pretty quickly. Me, because I was, I was not feeling very well and the students, they were getting tired very quickly, especially because of having to fall down and stand up all time. So we got tired pretty quickly and we rent the skis for three hours anyway. So the, the time was running fast and eventually we had to go back and we had to go back and return the skis. So we did so and we went home. Some of the guys were fell asleep uh, with being with exhaustion, being knackered and tired and wasted and everything. Well, I don't know how many more expressions there are in English language to describe the state we were all in. Anyway, uh, in the afternoon, of course, uh, we had lunch as well. And then in the afternoon, there was one attraction that everybody was looking forward to as part of our, as part of, of our accommodation. There was sauna. And uh, sauna is this place where you go and it's quite, it's like 100 degrees hot and you can't, you can't, uh, you can't uh, withstand it for more than 10 minutes or something like that. And then you uh, have a cold shower, or you jump into a, um, almost icy cold swimming pool or something like that. And then you go back to sauna and you do this, it's like a procedure and it, the idea is that this should keep you healthy okay so obviously we all wanted to do this and it was quite interesting in the sauna um, I met some some of my students who told me about some Arabic traditions and I for example I found out how it is with Arabic wives that uh, you can actually have more than one I think it's four four wives you can have at once and if I'm mistaken, please someone just correct me. Maybe it's even more. I don't remember precisely. And if uh, if you are able to pr provide for all your wives, it's um, it's okay. Apparently, it's okay. Whereas in this culture, it's uh, unthinkable of. And first, first of all, because it's un it's officially unthinkable of. And secondly, because I don't think the women would actually. Uh, agree with something like that, but to be honest with you, I think I wouldn't be even able to handle one wife, let alone four wives. So I don't know how the guys do it. Yeah, but it was interesting for me to find out about uh, the customs and traditions because I'm always willing to hear about new interesting things. So, um, and this was a little bit sadistic of me to go. To the swimming pool and sauna 
because of course I felt terrible at the time and exhausted, tired and sick and ill and everything and uh, I went to the swimming pool so it wasn't the best idea to do but this is sometimes what I do guys sometimes I'm just irresponsible I don't I don't think straight or something and I think I am a case for mental, mental institutions sometimes especially because not only not only do I do these things but also also I talk about them here in my podcast can you believe that I sometimes can't really believe what I'm saying anyway then came the evening but before the evening something that I was really shocked about happened about two guys went back to Podjebrady to bring PlayStation so they traveled two hours there and two hours back just to bring PlayStation because they uh, apparently they are addicted to it so they couldn't even though everybody was having a lot of fun they couldn't live without it so they needed to bring it and they did so and when I found this out I was just shocked to be honest with you because I, I just couldn't understand why they did it but when they did so I just tried tried to play a game with my cousin I but it was the most boring game because obviously I don't know how to play FIFA uh, on PlayStation this was the first time for me so uh, yeah I think I chose Arsenal uh, Arsenal team and my cousin it was Chelsea or Real Madrid one of those but the match ended in a in a draw nil nil I think there were no chances in the game so it was the most boring game and um, that was it I had a I had a game of chess with Mossab and although I started off really well uh, I made uh, initially initial mistake and this cost me the whole game because Mossab is an experienced player and even though I fought really hard I did because I didn't want to be beaten by my student what a shame that is listeners now I didn't really care it was a good game I enjoyed it and Mossab he was very proud to beat his teacher yeah and then uh, came the evening and there was this idea back back in my crazy mind that I would like to go to a music club I would like to go clubbing and you, you know I told you how badly I felt but still I wanted to do it and I did it we went with uh, about four more guys four more, four more of my students we went to Liberec which was like 10 kilometers from uh, Bedrikov we went there and found found a club which was called Jablska Hut and it was a fantastic club they played fantastic music and there were loads of people loads of interesting people and uh, we had a really really good time I think we we stayed there for for quite a long time actually and we came back at about five I don't know but um, th there was one guy his name is Volid and he came with us he's one of the my ex-students from summer actually and uh, you know he has this uh, interesting haircut called afro which is getting bigger and bigger every day and it looks like to me it looks like a big mushroom and it always produces smile on my face but I don't mean it in a bad way it's just uh, 
it's a little bit funny to be honest with you but uh, what I what I'm trying to say is that it really caught a lot of attention it really attracted it drew a lot of attention in the club everybody wanted to uh, wanted to touch his hair everybody wanted to take a picture of uh, Volid so this was also very funny everybody wanted to dance with him so we had fun um, because just because just about his because of his hair yeah it never happens to me I'm wondering why maybe it's because I can't really have afro apparently it's only Arabs and maybe um, the African people who can have afro yeah me being white I can't I can't have afro which is a bit sad because I would love to have so much attention but uh, well maybe I could uh, get a wig wig or something yeah I don't know but uh, this was really this was really a fantastic fantastic end of our holiday and on our way back uh, this afro guy Walid he taught me an Arabic phrase which which uh, read Anna Reich and it apparently it means I'm enjoying myself and at that time I was really enjoying myself and uh, I when you're in Liberec I really recommend this uh, nightclub because it's a perfect perfect club and they play wonderful wonderful dance music there and uh, it was really very very nice nice place to go on our way back well, one of the guys, he had a car, so on our way back, he showed me some drifting. Now, drifting, it's apparently, apparently this is one of the um, popular Arabic pastimes. Um, in Saudi Arabia, even children can drive a car, even though this is uh, illegal, but um, this, as, my, as my students told me, this is normal there, that children age 12, 13, 14, they drive cars there. And since the childhood, there is one activity everybody likes to do, and it is called, it is called drifting. This is basically when you move, when you quickly uh, turn the wheel in the car so that the car, I don't know, what, I'm not a car expert, it slides here and there and quickly and it makes uh, like um, those um, movements and uh, I don't know, it's like, uh, I don't know what you call it, but anyway, the, the guys, they did it, the guy who was driving the car, he did it on our way back, and it scared the hell out of me a little bit, to be honest with you, because I thought, well, he's 18 years old, I'm here in his car, he was at the party, he wasn't drunk or something like that, of course, he was responsible, but still, I thought, like, he's the kind of guy who likes to, who likes to play the game Need for Speed, if you know what I mean, and now he's showing off, to his teacher, so I thought we were going to die there, but uh, we we did. He 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 managed to tame his car, and we didn't die there. So um, yeah, everything went went very well, and he we went to bed exhausted. I fell asleep like a baby, and uh, next day, next day um, the guys played a little bit of bowling. Next day was uh, Sunday, and uh, we we uh, went home. Everybody full of wonderful wonderful experiences um, of this rather short holiday actually it was sh it wasn't too long it wasn't almost it wasn't even two days uh, if you count if you count the hours 
yeah, but uh, I think we had a good time and I told the guys that I, I might, in future, I might uh, uh, do it again with them if they were interested. And everybody said, uh, Mr. Zdeniak, this was a, this was a great holiday and uh, I was glad. I was glad that nobody, nobody had any serious injuries. Everybody was sound and safe, except maybe the eyebrow. Now, uh, I said broken eyebrow, but I'm not sure if this is the right medical term. So maybe my students who are who are um, going to study medicine, maybe they can correct me here. But he had something with his eyebrows and it was bleeding. Maybe it was, it's just called a wound, yeah, rather, or a cut. I was glad there were no serious injuries and everything went so well. Now, as I can see, this podcast has been recorded for 45 minutes, which is record. I think this is long enough and it will take me long time uploading it on YouTube. So I think on this note, I think I'll have to wrap this up here, to be honest with you, and continue continue next time with another with another episode. This was episode four, so it will be episode five, where I actually finish what I wanted to talk about at the beginning, and that is the massive project. Now, thinking about this, I think it doesn't really matter that I was speaking here about my holiday with Saudis in the mountains, because I think it can be considered a massive project in a way as well. For me, it was a massive project because I was I felt I felt some kind of responsibility because I was organizing it, and uh, I I really wanted everybody to be to be safe, to be healthy, not to be injured, and I wanted everybody. Um, uh, to enjoy that as well. So I think I managed that and it, it can be called a massive project as well. But what I was trying to, what, uh, what I was initially uh, aiming at was the massive project, first of all, the help for English.cz and um, uh, of course, of course, uh, Luke's English podcast. So these two massive projects, which influenced me, I think, um, me and my own creations. Uh, I'm going to talk about these two massive projects next time in uh, in the episode called Massive Projects Part 3 and it will be the fifth, pot- fifth episode of Zdeniek's English Podcast. I think this is high time. I stopped talking already because it seems it, it seems like I, I have been talking nonsense for way too long and perhaps it's time for you to have a cold shower so that you can actually refresh your brain. Yeah, because it has been poisoned by Zdeniek's English podcast. Okay, I think that's it. Everybody have a great time. Have a wonderful time. There is a weekend ahead of me. So obviously I'm looking forward to this. And as Luke, as great Luke himself says, bye, 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 bye.